0: I will, first of all, be starting a new job, second of all, in a new place, third of all, with all new people. So a lot of new things all at once. In terms of time of year to leave, this is a more difficult time because traditionally I'm really cherishing the time spent at home. So to be leaving that, to go somewhere not at all, similar to the season here is yeah it's I think it's going to be jarring it is going to be jarring at the same time I am convincing myself that it's a good time to go simply because of the comfort no at the same time I'm convincing myself that it's a good time to go because of the temperature there, and it's and it's going to be more mild. It will be nice to not have to worry about your face freezing when you walk outside. So I'll be leaving in about a week and a half. But um, yeah, I think it would be safe to say I'm nervous about just uh, just about all of it.
1: Veneers is a podcast about layers, hosted and created by Katy Perry and Alice
2: Anderson. Each episode, we explore the layers of narrative that form everyday experiences and shape the people around us.
3: One thing I really love about fall in Maine is um, in the sun, it's so warm and like vibrant and in the shade, it's so cold and there's just like this really
1: interesting duality. There were a couple of weeks in, I think like early mid-October when there are these pieces of that railroad where you're just going through forest and it just looked like you were going through like a golden blur. It was just like all of the leaves sure, had the done their thing
0: and were totally lit to up on and on. you
1: were, and it was too fast to see individual leaves but it was there just like red and gold for like minutes at a time. Fall and sunsets really?
4: are my some colors. of the most beautiful to me. You know, water, that like so really orangey so light, so. and I don't know if it's just that the sunsets more beautiful in fall, or if it's reflecting off of the, all the oranges and reds and yellows that are existing on the grounds and on the trees. Um, I love
1: that. I think most of my memories are like distinguished by the quality of light. The
0: quality of the light. Probably more than of the anything else. The
1: quality of light. Sitting outside and reading in college, and all of the various places around New Trees change
4: of color is insane. I am in love with maple trees. Like they're
1: so like, gorgeous kind of and bright. And it blows my mind that how it can lucky be are we feeling that you beautiful. actually can like be doing your work while being outside, while nature is doing this spectacular thing, which isn't true for most of the year in the New the England.
0: Have been beautiful in the fall, but I find to be most beautiful. Past
3: three years, the I have missed the fall season in Maine and it saddens me because I know that I'm missing the, the fiery fields and forests, um, but I'm always excited when I get back and there's that single tree that's
1: still bright red waiting for me. I really loved fall when I was farming. People and visiting like and coming from out of town, the, like
4: wonderful holidays and Halloween. Squash and potatoes Christmas and like hugs, and vegetables and that you have been working
1: your ass off to grow all year, having not died and made it that far. And like slowing the pace down a little and starting at seven of instead of at six.
0: A little bit slower than summer, but not. packing stuff back into the
1: barn and starting to be inside the farmer's market in the fall. It's harvest season. Lots Pumpkins, of roasted, really old-fashioned sort of squat ones with a bit, like the Cinderella Beats. kind of looking pumpkins that are kind Firing, of dusty bloody and peachy deep orange and, guttural. and have really curly tendrils. I don't even know like quite how to describe it, but you kind of wake up and it's crisper and maybe it's right after the ground freezes like there's something about like frozen thawed ground and crisp leaves and like the wind ch- I don't know if the wind really changes, if that's a real thing or a metaphor, but it feels like it did. I
0: do I, I think that's going to be one of the things that really makes me feel far away, is not having seasons and that transition between seasons and not having that structure that I've had my whole life, walking outside and being able to tell what time of year it is.
3: As my friend described it to me, when you're born, you're given this manual for life. And when you hit 27, um, you are sort of given this decision whether to keep that manual or to throw it out the window and get a new one. And I'm definitely currently throwing mine out the window. (laughs) Um, When I sense that seasonal change, um, I feel the need to move. Maybe it's not to a warmer place, but just to a different place. But also when I... I'm constantly flitting around. I do miss it. I miss having a sense of stability. So I don't know. I would love to find some sort of balance between those two. And I have I have had times where I've been settled and have felt the need to go inwards and hibernate um, and create my own light when the sun slowly disappears. Um, but the past few years, I've definitely felt the need to like keep expanding and. Moving, so yeah, fall, and that change triggers that.
4: Fall's interesting because I feel like I always get really excited about it. Um, it's really beautiful, the sky is gorgeous, the light's gorgeous. But at the same time, I know that I'm thinking ahead to a time that's pretty desolate and heavy and sort of difficult to live. And it always does feel really animalistic to me. Like I feel like we should be hibernating in winter. So for me, fall. It's kind of that preparatory time of when life is more challenging, when doing things takes dedication, when you're literally digging yourself a path to get to
2: the outside world. Do you have anything that you know you have to bring?
0: Yeah, I'm worried. I'm actually worried already about the amount of stuff that I know I'll need, you know, in terms of camera gear microphones and hard drives that are both heavy and sort of weird shapes and um, and then I'll have sort of personal hygiene items there's one store that we have access to on the island and that's a half hour drive away and it's a grocery and liquor and um, hardware store all combined and that's it so really it's, it's uh it's going to be a chore to even get basic necessities like a light bulb or batteries. I have
3: two long-standing mantras um, that have you know, helped me transition and kind of maintain a sense of self. And that one is self-validation, and to be able to, you know, make myself happy, and to, you know, as simple as like make beautiful food for myself and make it look beautiful on the plate um and the other is to cultivate my own secret garden and have things that are that are just mine and and no one else's
0: honestly i'm just trying to relax i
3: think that's definitely poor. a good way to kind of wheeler, stoke that inner light that really cuz that's a big part Which of I winter for me is, is really really keeping in that inner light going cutting back screwed.
4: <laughs> old growth from the summer um, collecting leaves to put over perennial gardens to help protect um, the roots over winter. Um, I planted garlic and I collected seaweed to put over the garlic. Um, putting things in the compost. I harvested the crab apples from the tree out front and the pears from the tree out back and I made jelly and jam. So I kind of like
2: sat in my apartment and wrote out a list of things. Um, Some of them still need to be resolved, like 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 I don't have a kitchen trash can. And then I spent a lot of time sitting on Craigslist. I found a rocking chair, which became my first piece of furniture. so that meant I was not eating all of my meals sitting on my bed, which was a pretty big upgrade.
0: When the time comes for me to start packing things up so that it'll fit into three bags, I'm going to use that sense of urgency as a way to avoid bringing items that I might be used to having around.
3: In the spring, I prepare a lot of tinctures, um, like flower essences, and, and then in the fall is when I get to actually reap the benefits of the medicine.
2: Um, I mean, I definitely, like, have recalibrated what a successful day is um, or what are, like, little victories that, like, feel like forward motion. It's like, oh, I finally now have city trash bags. You know, like, a little proof to myself that, like, I can belong here.
0: Before you leave, it's easy to have the mindset of, being reduces, very busy and uh, having too many things to do to see people. But once pipe, you get to the place you're um, going, it seems like a pretty easy thing to have done. Anxiety as and much as and uh, just physical comforts are important to me, I think the most important overload. thing so, yeah, I that I can bring with out. me or keep with me while I'm there is communication with people back here.
1: What was the most striking thing to you when you landed?
0: It's the oh, physical really? remoteness of it. Geographically, it's not too far away from New England and my family, but it, it just it feels far away when you're actually in the air and waiting in the airports and changing between three flights.
2: I feel like your faith in humanity can be a little restored sometimes with transitions because people don't, like, abuse your vulnerability. And the number of people who have reached out and given me new connections. And just, like, people being generally nice about you mentioning that you just moved to a new place. They're like, oh, great. (laughs) This city's been good to me, and I hope it's good to you. Like, some of it's small talk, but it's also, like, really sweet. Um, And I feel like the thing about being in a stable place for a while is maybe... You have more opportunities to give that. But, um, like, actually receiving that has been, like, pretty remarkable.
4: You know, naturally, there are holidays that bring people together. There are things that we do that bring people together. Like, let's go apple picking. Um, People want to see people more because you're trying to, like, really, like, (laughs) make those connections thinking about the winter. Like, oh, no, I need my group of friends. Like, and, you know, we're planning board games and friendsgiving, and, you know, having actual nights and like, yeah, we really should get together more often. Um, that feels really good, you know, kind of making sure your community is strong for the times when you like actually need that community. Um, I like that. And it definitely feels more locally focused as people are ready to socialize and like get down to being fall
0: friends of this anticipation of winter coming and, um, of sort of an unseen preparation for that, both mentally and physically. And it's sort of a time of year where everybody in New England is on the same page. Everybody knows what's going to happen, and everybody has different ways of getting ready for that.
1: One of my like deepest goals in life is to have all the people that I love in one place. And so this like tiny quasi-urban peninsula in Maine is, in a lot of ways, like a kind of dreamy place to get to make that happen to whatever extent one can in real life. And it just feels like, I want to say it feels sort of like coming home, even though I'm not the one who's moving. But it feels like, yes, like more and more of my people are coming um, and landing here. And it feels... More like my home, um, like the deeper my community gets here.
3: As long as there's a community of somewhat like-minded people, <laughs> then I can feel at home. Um, but if I'm in a place where, you know, no like no one can see me for who I am and vice versa, then I don't know. I don't see the point.
0: I think the the collective anticipation of winter sort of has everybody in the mindset of wanting to be home.
1: I want to be in our house and then I want, know, want all our other friends to be in, in our house too. And
3: <laughs> I have chat with them and recently had a bit of a falling of, uh, out with my current mate. Um, so it'll definitely be a journey sort of, of a, solitude yeah. and finding solace in solitude. And An um, entering that lone wolf stage, which I have never get been back, in yet. And I think that is um, long overdue. So
1: I feel really like, yeah, apprehensive, lucky yet excited, and glad and that our community has really sort of consolidated in our neighborhood. In the
0: fall and having somewhere that they can go back. I have
3: to. so many peers that are in similar places um, that don't necessarily have an anchor or have one thing that they do, um, and and I do find that comforting that I'm not alone. Um,
1: there always is someone else in the same place. For me, it's always a pretty reflective time of thinking about, like, what was last year? What is this year? Like, what has changed and what do you want to change that I appreciate and that does feel really centering? Part of what Jews do for Rosh Hashanah is you think of all of the people who have wronged in the last year and go and apologize to them. And so, but everybody does it because, like, everybody has screwed up in some series of ways over the past 12 months and so i think there's something like really humbling and kind of freeing about being like okay we're human and this is messy and we're trying our best and i think there's something distinctive about getting to do that in community because you there's like something really live about sort of like human
4: fallibility the difference between the excitement of summer and the excitement of fall is that there's a very distinct timeline. Like you can be like, I love swimming, but you kind of have like all summer or at least a few months, um, to swim. But if you love apple picking, you have like three weeks to apple pick. Um, So there is a lot of excitement, but there are such distinct timelines. We move from apple picking to Halloween to Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's and then, like, done. Um, So I think there's a lot of excitement and motivation, but there's also, like, a very real idea that, like, this is ending.
2: The interesting thing about transitioning at this time of year is... There's sort of transitions within transitions. So, right as I transition to become comfortable with Portland in the fall, I then have to navigate Portland in the winter.
1: I think a lot of people like love fall, but can't love it as much as they otherwise would because it like has sort of embedded in it this like winter is coming feeling. And I don't know if it's just like an unusual ability to suspend disbelief or denial or like lack of sense of cause and effect or what, but. It doesn't, like, really hit me that winter is what comes after fall.
3: Yeah, I never really do much preparation. Um, I I just go for it. Um, My astrological sign is cardinal fire. Um, So that would make a lot of sense. Really good at at starting things and, yeah, sparking a fire. Um, Maybe not necessarily finishing things. Um, So, yeah, I find it really easy to transition it's just the the phase after that
2: well I mean I think the thing about transitions is they're never fully complete um and you're kind of always transitioning out of one aspect of your life and into a new one so even when I feel like I've completed this transition there's going to keep being little pieces that I need to add to my life in Portland or I need to transition as someone leaves this city or as someone else comes to this city um So I feel like this has, yeah, been sort of a major transition, but it
0: also isn't going to just, like, wrap up. I've been putting a lot more thought into general mindset toward where I'll be, and not expecting it to go really smoothly, and not expecting to love every minute of it, and on those days that I really am not happy there, which I'm sure will happen, as with anywhere you move to initially um being able to work past those in my mind is pretty important but yeah I'm I am I'll admit I'm going into it with a a a sense of it being uh, being temporary so I'm certainly not trying to convince myself that this is a new home I don't know if that's a good thing or not
1: I think like part of how I ever feel like I live in a place is that stories attach themselves to landscape and architecture. And so when I first moved here, I had been here like twice before, even though I'd passed through so many times on the way up and down to school, and and there like weren't any stories attached to anything. Um, and as I've been here longer, they have. So places I've lived and places where people in my life have lived. And worked and, like, loved and hated and all of the complexity of all of those things. I feel like I—you get—it's, like, deeper than a reference point, but it's kind of like a reference point. And it—that, like, makes it feel like I live here and, like, this is my home in a way that it didn't when I first lived here or even a year after I'd lived here. Yeah, Maine is definitely
3: home to me. If anyone asks Maine's home, Um, I'll see it as a place that I can always come back to and feel at ease— um, but I don't, I can't be here right now. Um, but I would love to
1: be here again someday. I've found living in the various places that I've lived that I don't feel like I've completely moved there until I experience a season with memories of the same place in that the previous season season. The year before.
2: Yeah. Next fall. You're like, oh, we'll have I live a full here. cycle there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I remember what it means to walk around with leaves on the ground in Portland, Maine. <laughs> I get this place a little bit more now. Um, and the feeling of having a history with a place is going to definitely help feel like that transition is more complete.
3: I have a deep affinity for migratory birds. Um, fall migrants are really difficult. To ID, You know, they are no longer all showy. They're just trying to get back to their roots. It's like, I don't know, I have to enter their world in order to see them. And there's something very, like, beautiful and validating about that. Uh,
0: to an extent, I think it can be a weakness for some people to not have a place that they feel comfortable to be or a place that they consider home. And that sense of stability and figuring things out at a young age used to be very valued. I think for some people it still is. But a sense of being a traveler, a sense of having no ties anywhere is something that people are starting to really value. Or at least make it seem like they value. I think social media has become a huge outlet for people to share um, their transitions with everyone else. And that seems to be something that a lot of people almost collect, is these transitions to new places and their, their ability to be at a place for a short amount of time and their ability to put their whole life into a bag and move it somewhere far away. And I think that's great. I think that's great that people can do that and that people value that, and that people have the means to do that. But it's still something that I think will always be difficult for me, and I think there's a lot to say about the difficulty of a transition. I think that means that people have really connected with something or someone or many people. And if a transition's hard, then I think that's a good thing. I think that means that, That's how you know that you've been happy there.
1: Immense thanks and love to Luke, Jalice, Sarah, and Emily for your ideas and your time.